Welcome to the Whiskey and Coffee Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Durden. And we've been friends for over 20 years, and we enjoy sharing stories while drinking our favorite drinks. Whiskey for me. Coffee for me. So let's get to talking. Durden, what are you drinking? So I'm not going to lie to the people. I got everything but coffee today. I got some water over here. <laughs> I, got a, I got a soda. I got a smoothie from the Smoothie King. Nice. Which probably the first time like three years I've been there. Nice. Uh, how about you, sir? Uh, I'm drinking some Jack and Coke because it's just been that kind of a day. I understand. Not going to drink my fancy whiskey for this shit. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I'm not drinking coffee because... I want to go to bed. Soon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm exhausted. Yeah, we're we're recording this later than we normally do, because um, yes. I got busy working on uh working on a documentary, as we were getting close to uh we're actually we're at final edit now we're done we are nice. it is it is finished and we can start uh start the process of sending it out. Nice. So uh, yeah, I like it. Super happy about that. I like it. So. Uh, also, uh, yes. let's, uh, I just want to talk real quick about, uh, the world of collegiate football here in the States and, uh, Ooh. how well that was going. If you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan, we're looking good. We're looking good. They, every, I think, I feel like every week I'm like, here it is. This is the week we're going to get this is a disappointment <laughs> week. Here it is. You know, uh, Auburn's a rivalry game. Here we go. This is going, we're going to choke out in Auburn and nope. Nope. Although Despite I will, what the commentators <laughs> wanted you to believe, <laughs> they were Fuck. working hard, and this is not a Fuck. this is not a situation where it's like, oh, there you go, the home fans are blame. You know what I mean? Where you you blame no. a bias or whatever on there, dude. They were no, they no. they were selling hard uh, on Auburn. If I had to hear about how Bo Nix was this great quarterback again, I was going to lose my mind. I had to hear the longest running robbery in college football one time. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every other sentence out of that guy's mouth was that. Dude, it was bad. Dude. It was bad. Rick Neuheisel is a just fucking terrible. Dude. They kept uh, putting Auburn oh. over, and I'm like, it's 17 to three. Yeah. What am I not seeing? Are yeah. we watching the same game? Yeah, like it was. It was pretty ridiculous. I feel like Aaron Murray. You know, for those who don't know, he's a former quarterback at uh, Georgia. I feel like he was trying to be as down, I, yeah, non-biased Partial, as possible, yeah. but yeah. I think he was like overcompensating a lot in that. Like yeah. he almost felt like he couldn't say something positive about his his old team. And I want to be like, dude, you can if it's if it, you're just talking about a positive thing that has happened to that team that is happening right there. They're dominating yeah. this game. That's a fact. You can yeah. talk about that. Yeah, like. I mean, it, it just it, it felt like he was overcompensating a bit. Um, was, they were god awful. But yeah, in the end, the the I don't remember what his name was Noah something or other. The the play by play guy was horrendous. Yes. Uh, Rick Neuheisel is a waste of space when it comes to commentary. He just needs to just go away. Uh, and I definitely feel like Aaron Murray was over his head. Um, yeah. He was just a, it was like it was just a little much. So, thank God this week we've got the A crew back. And I never thought I'd be so happy to hear Gary Danielson's voice. But, I guess. Well, what he we says stupid, it. the Twitter will be all over him for again. You just never know with Gary Danielson. Every just, week he says something. He says it's something. like, oh, fuck you. Oh, yeah. So, we'll see. 
But oh, you know, uh, we'll we'll see how uh, Georgia responds. You know, it's uh, I, I there's part of me that is a little trepid with us being number one, being ranked number one again. I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right, I'll be all right. Hopefully, we can play up to that. Kentucky's coming in with a with a you know full of themselves, riding a hot streak right now. They think they're the the class of the East, and um. You know, we. I just hope we're not reading our own press too much. Yeah, no, we don't really do that. That's what know. I'm. I'm hoping Kirby keeps him grounded. So we, we, he does. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't watched Kentucky this year. Are they that good? They're they're not bad. Let me say it that way. Yeah. They're Kentucky's yeah. generally bad. Right. Uh, they're actually they are pretty good. Um, I think this will let us know where we're at compared. Because I mean, they beat Florida. You know, and then they they beat. I mean, they so they beat the hell out of LSU, and everyone's like, it's this big deal. And I'm like, not really. LSU's terrible this year. Yeah, I'm like LSU is really bad. Ed Orgeron is not a good coach. How many times does he have to get a job and fail at it for people to know this? You yeah, know, he'll go, like, off, he'll go be a coordinator at Alabama. <laughs> exactly. It, that's exactly it. Bill O'Brien will get okay. hired somewhere, and there he goes. And Coach O will go over there and coach at, at Alabama. Yep. Um, he'll be all right. And be another Nick Saban fucking, you know, as Nick yep. Saban always does, gets former head coaches to be his coordinators. Yep. You know, it's insane. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I don't understand why people keep hiring Ed Orgeron. I, I, I know that he's like a players coach. Like the players absolutely love him, you know, and, uh, and that's fine, but. You know, he won his national championship with a – put it this way. Do you think Ed Orgeron and Gene Chizik are two of the greatest coaches of all time? Do you no. think that they're two elite coaches? No. They both won national championships with players that were once-in-a-generation players and Cam Newton yeah. and Joe Burrow. Yeah. So, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, LSU, No. They'd, I mean, if Joe Burrow would have played for Kentucky, there's a better than average shot he would have won a national championship there. Right. Like, he was that good a freaking player. Right. Um And then on top of that, they had other pieces, of course, the defense and, and, and their offensive line and stuff like that. But it's just – that's just one of those things where it all came together for one year and they got it. And to have the drop-off he's had from that year, I'm like, come on, man. That's the same thing that Gene Chizik got fired two years after – uh, Cam Newton and they won the uh, national championship. Yeah. Same thing happened. And it's going to happen to Coach O at the end of the season. Before the end of the season, he'll get fired. So, well, you know, I mean, it's no. just a carousel, though. You, you, if you're a head coach, you're going to get fired. You're going to go somewhere else. And right. Like, I couldn't win here, but I can win there. No. Yeah. Ed Orgeron's a, he's a really good interim coach. Right. Like, if he's your coordinator and your coach gets fired, your your team is going to rally around Coach O and end up winning out the rest of the season, which he did at LSU and at USC. But he failed at Ole Miss, and he's going to he, you know, besides the one national championship, they've been okay to be at LSU. Like he's not he's not an elite coach. It's just the way right. it is. Sorry, guys. It. The way it is. I, I, I so, understand. So Kentucky, to me, Kentucky's win over LSU is not so such a big deal that they were trying yeah. to make it out to be. Kentucky's win over Florida is. That was a huge win. That was a big deal. But no, their win over no, it's no. So 
We'll see. We'll see. I mean, on paper, we are a better team than Kentucky, up and down. Yeah. A far better team than Kentucky. But we all know that in, in the end, that doesn't have. That doesn't, doesn't matter. It's all about the fight you got when you go into there. I've been saving so. it all season, man. I'm more worried about the Georgia Char- South, not Georgia, Charleston Georgia, South. Charleston Southern. South, man. Yeah. Charleston Southern, boy. Yeah. Because that's that sleeper one that nobody's talking about. They're going to hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to be like, oh, fuck them. And they're going to come to play. And we're going to lose like on a fucking field goal or a goddamn two point right. conversion or some stupid bullshit telling you that's the one i'm worried about so we just need to handle our business this weekend and get to the bye week mm-hmm. with yep. let let people heal up and get ready for florida yep, yep. that's what we need to do yep. so but auburn is by far the best team we've played this season right i think you- they've they they were they were i mean i think they're better than clemson you know, and I think yeah, that, I that Clemson that. game, 10-3, it's the first game of the season. Both teams are still figuring out where, who they are. Right. You know, and it's a huge atmosphere, and they're just duking right. it out. Right. So. Yes, yeah, so yep. apparently Kirby Smart said he the one place he hates playing is in Auburn, so. Yeah. No. For, I guess, various reasons, but. I well, I don't know. I don't know what his record there. was when he played there. I don't, uh, he's I don't only lost. He's only lost once there. Yeah. You know, and then that same season he went and beat him in the in the yeah. uh, SEC championship. So yeah. avenge that loss, right? But so, yeah, yeah. Don't you. know. No, I think we got. I think we got a pretty good shot this year. It's a damn good team. They really we are. Got a really, a good we got team. a really good team. And we've had really good games the last two games, and our starting quarterback has not played. Right. Like, our backup quarterback is a starting quarterback. The only problem is he's usually good for a three-interception game, and I don't know when that game is going to be. Right. I'm hoping our starting quarterback will come back before he has a chance to have that game. (laughs) But I'm guessing guessing JT Daniels probably not going to play until possibly Florida. I'm, right. I bet he'll they go would. Through the bye week. I yeah. think they'll hold him out this week, and then he'll have the bye week to rest, week. and then I think they, yeah. they he starts against Florida. Yeah. So. Uh, but all right, now for those of you who I, stuck around who aren't football fans, we appreciate that you I, you indulging that. I heard you got yourself a gun though. No, no, no. I no. didn't. I didn't get myself a gun. But I watched a story about a guy who eventually did get himself a gun. Oh, yeah. I got that confused. No, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. quite okay. Oh. No, no, I watched, uh, yes, I did end up watching the uh, the Many Saints of Newark. For oh. all you Soprano fans out there, like uh, my, my co-host my here. It's my favorite show. It absolutely time. is. Absolutely. And I know old Tony is a uh, role model for you I love Tony Soprano. To, He's to, mi- uh, he was misunderstood. <laughs> he was misunderstood, sir. Oh, man! I I, love, I like the movie. I thought it was really well done. Uh, you didn't have to watch the entire series of The Sopranos to get what was going on. See, I there agree. Were a couple things. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And, and I'm going to ask yeah. you about those couple things here in a second before we get into spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah. just in case. Um, I I am I watched the first season of The Sopranos. I think I watched most of the second season and in, in the first run. 
Um, and then maybe caught an episode here or there just randomly. And then, of course, watch the finale because when a show like that ends, you, you watch the finale regardless. Right. So I would not ca- categorize myself as a uh, Sopranos fan. I'm not saying I don't like the Sopranos. I yeah. just wouldn't call myself a fan. I respect it. I, I would like to sit down and start watching. I was about them to say you start, should you should watch it just to watch it. Yeah, it's, just it's to show. start hammering through them and and, yeah. and kind of watch it again. Oops, hitting stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of watch it through again and and uh, maybe I will become a fan of the show. I, I'll say yeah. this: the stuff I've seen of the show, I've liked. I've ne- there, yeah. I haven't seen something I disliked on the show. So nice. I just didn't either have HBO at the time or one of those things you get five seasons in and you go, well, I'll, I'll wait till it's done before I go back right. and get yeah, into yeah, that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I so, uh, as a, so as a non-fan, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't feel like I missed anything germane to the plot of the film itself. Um, and there may have been, I know there's Easter eggs and callbacks and stuff yeah. like that. That are going to be in there from the show, but I don't feel like as a non-fan that I missed that and it sullied my enjoyment of this movie. Well, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was actually a very a good gangster movie. It was a very um, good gangster movie. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. It is nice to know like like Tony isn't the focus of this. So, yeah. and that's not a spoiler by any means. No. Tony, young Tony, is not the focus of this. It, he's a peripheral character in it, which is really yeah. neat to watch that impression build on him. Yeah, to, to whom he becomes Tony. correct yeah. to, to be to the guy that he becomes. Yeah. So, um, I think uh, I think that's all I got to say before we get into spoilers. Uh, well, I thought the guy who plays Silvio was the best. I thought he was spot yes, on. Yes, yes, I thought Silvio he did a, was... he did a great job. Um. He had everything down. Yeah, now, the, I'm not the, saying the other guys were bad. I'm saying he was yeah, probably the just best of the them. weird walk and just yeah, the, the, the way hair, he's the, yeah he's kind of hunched face, over and that's just the way Van Sant is. He's yeah, just hunched yeah. over anyway, so it's not like yeah. he was playing the character that way. So, nice. but they adapted it into that, you know. Um, yeah, you know they I I yeah I thought it was cast beautifully. I really do. Yeah. I, I enjoyed. I thought everyone played their roles very well in it, um, and they didn't cast too much to be like this guy looks kind of like you know this guy. So yeah, there he'll be the younger version right. of it. They right. just got good actors who probably studied a little bit of the I'm material sure at least first season or so yeah. of the characters that they're portraying or the relatives of the characters they're portraying because some of them were fathers to other characters and stuff like yeah. that. And put those quirks and in, back into the characters and stuff, but in a younger form. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Um. So, are we gonna move into spoilers now. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Now, all right. That's it for that. We're moving into spoiler territory with this and and whatnot. So, all right. So one of my confused things that I did get in there is everyone's relationship. You know. Okay. Um. Because this also used to confuse me on the show, too, early on when well, I watched it. Well, you know, the Italians are all cousins and uncles and co- and aunts and right. everybody. Like, I, I know that obviously it's not the Soprano family. You know what I mean? When they talk yeah. about the mob family, and they always put a yeah. name, the Corleone family. 
It's yeah. not the Soprano family. It's what are the DeBossi family, something like that. I can't remember what it was. But um, there, but I was I was trying to figure out the relationship so between Tony and the main character Christopher's dad. Um, like, are they blood relatives? Are yes. they? Yes. You know, because Christopher, Christopher Maltesanti was Tony's. Well, he called nephew. him his nephew, but he wasn't actually his nephew. I did yeah. read something about that. Like, he's not. I remember he used to call him nephew. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but he's not his nephew. Like by yeah, blood, but, he's not his nephew. He's like either a distant cousin or like a something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like a like a he's once a cousin. removed cousin or some yeah, shit. He's a cousin. Something like Dickie that. Dicky was Dicky was Tony's uncle through marriage. Yes. Through marriage. Yeah. yeah. So so uh Tony's dad. Oh god, I can't remember his name. Johnny? Yeah, Johnny. Johnny Soprano. Yep. Um Johnny Soprano and Junior Soprano's sister married Dickie. Yes. Correct? Yes, I believe that's I believe that's the way I was trying to follow it, but I was always yes. because they always they constantly use family nomenclature, so you just don't know yeah. how everyone's related, and it like just I got said, a little man. confusing to me here and there. But definitely didn't take away my enjoyment of the movie. Nah, nah, you don't. You know, um, so there was stuff like that, like trying to figure out who's who and who's related to what. Um, I thought the guy I got to do Junior was fantastic. He um, was. He was good. And that's exactly how Junior would look if if he was thirty years. Yeah, younger. yeah like younger Junior. Yeah, I, yeah, I that's thought exactly, so too. Exactly. He looks borderline exactly like Colin Robinson. Or, yeah, or forty years younger. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing I was trying to. It, I, I would get confused because I know it, it takes place in the late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, that seems too far away for that to be that. But I'm thinking in 2021. 20, 20, and I'm yeah, like, yo, that's 50 fucking years. That's not it. The show started in 1999. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. no, the show started 20, 30 years before that. You know, yeah. it's like, no, you, yeah. you. And then it's like, oh, yeah, then that makes a little more sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I couldn't remember. I remembered that Christopher's dad, I knew he was dead before the show started. Yeah. I didn't know if they were showing us that in this. Um, yes. So that was a, showing, that was actually a fun surprise showing, to watch. Yeah. They're showing up until how he was killed. Right. Right. They're showing like Dickie's whole story, and then when he got killed on Christmas Eve in the driveway. Now, does Leslie Odom Jr.'s character Harold does he come back into the series at all? Is the the role of Her- is Harold? No. No, not no. at all. Okay. Not at all. I wouldn't. I didn't know. I had no idea. Because I was like, damn, did that character exist beforehand? You know, because no. you kind of think he would. All they said was, well, they used the racial slur. Right. For a, a, an African-American man. Right. And then they said they killed him in his driveway on Christmas Eve as he was bringing uh, Christopher's like crib or stroller into the house. Yeah, he was. Which Tony, yeah, just, right. Tony just told Christopher that to manipulate him. It was really like TV yeah. trades or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, the guy who shot Dickie never was never in the show. Okay. He was just referred to. I wonder if they're setting themselves up for a sequel with that too. If like Tony takes revenge on that or not in a Maybe. sequel. Since that character uh, has never made it to series, we can assume that that character could die before yeah. the series takes place. Yeah. The only trick with that is if you're going to make a sequel, 
you got to wait till Little Soprano grows up, till Little Gandolfini yeah. grows up a little more, um, because he was the perfect age for what they needed in this. Like yeah. that that fifteen year old, sixteen year old, he was perfect for that. Yeah, um, I don't know how old he is in real life. I never looked him I, up. I don't know. I got the interwebs in front of me. Let me yeah. see. Yeah, let me look that up real quick. But everything else, like like you were saying, you didn't really need to know the show to enjoy the movie. There was a few things. No, I don't think so. I think I think character relationships the, maybe or little yeah. things like that. But overall, I don't think so. Like the biggest thing I I came from the show itself was like they did lines from like Maltesanti was uh doing the narration he would throw lines in from like past seasons right some of those you may not have got right everything else no it's pretty pretty, straightforward yeah i thought so too he is 22 he was born in 1999 okay same year yeah so he is he is 22 so yeah you know he actually doesn't need to grow that much you give him a couple couple years Um, yeah. And he might have done some voice manipulation or something to make his voice a little squeakier or whatnot, you know? Um, I mean, plus, you got to think they made this movie. He was probably 19 or 20 when they yeah. made it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. No, he. I guess they could. They could do a uh, a sequel um, in the, you know, relative couple years. Or limited series, man. Make it a... Yeah, no, yeah, make it's it a prequel stories. series. Yeah, make yeah. it a make it a prequel series of of basically more more the war Carmella. the war yeah. between him the and gang. the two gangs, you know, whatever happened. I mean, Harold's the perfect foil for you for that. Uh, um and then yeah, they didn't even touch on Carmela in this. Not hard like she was in one scene Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And honestly, they didn't even really say her name. You wouldn't know that that's who that was unless you knew that they were together well, since no, he high said her school. name once he said her name did he okay maybe I'm. he said like carmel can you hand me whatever or can you hand me a quarter or something when he was making a phone call right but that was it so yeah there's all kinds of things you can do yeah you know you can do the birth of the kids yeah you can turn it into i mean you can turn it out into a whole nother series oh yeah if you wanted to you know yeah. kind of that rise up it makes me sad that Gandolfini's not around to have done this. It I really know. does. Yeah. Because like he would all the reboots are doing now, he would be like, he'd be into it, man. He'd be like, let's do let's show him what happened after the series. You know, after yeah. the dance. So after black. it cut to black, what happened? Yeah. 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 Oh man. I always thought it should have been a gun battle in his backyard at, at the pool. Yeah. And like he's the last one standing and then he looks up and the ducks are flying away. Because if you watch the show, the, the the ducks in the pond were like a, this whole thing throughout the series. Yeah. The ducks in his pool. I always thought that's how they should have ended it. Yeah. But, yeah. I thought, oh, I, the other thing, yeah. Ray Liotta, I thought, was really good in this. He was. And his death surprised me. Like, Dickie, like, beating his damn father to death was was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um that that one that actually surprised me a lot um in the way that he did it too against the uh steering wheel was was nuts. Ray Liotta, no no that wasn't Ray Liotta's character Ray yeah. Liotta character was a guy in jail right no Ray Liotta played both his dad oh, was he, he twins did both. okay yeah remember okay. his dad was twins that's right okay 
Damn, nice. Yeah, but no, that was that was brutal. Like he, it was like he didn't mean to do it. Yeah, I mean, just bashed his head. I, was, I thought at first he was like going to break his nose or something. I was like, yeah. okay, how are you going to handle this you... shit now? Yeah. And dude, no, just went off. And I was like, all yeah. of a sudden, his dad's dead. I was like, yeah. oops. Oh, oop. went too far. Yeah. Well, there, thank God there were riots and I can burn the body. Oh, I know, right? And I thought, out. yeah, I thought actually his dad's twin brother was actually a really cool character that they, yeah, that was very limited, very subtle in his performance, but yeah. was actually kind of crazy and cold. Like yeah, for was. a guy who seems like he is reformed, but is yeah. totally down with like, no, I've got a debt to pay. I'm paying and I'm doing that. Yeah. I thought that was a really good, especially considering you got Hollywood before that, you know, and then yeah. watching the way the two of them played. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Um, that was something I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting. Like, I mean, when Ray Liotta just showed up again, I was like, "Oh, he's got a twin brother." Twin brother. That's interesting. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So, but uh, I recommend everybody watch it. Yeah, if absolutely. Fan, if you're not, if you're a fan of just gangster movies, you'll all enjoy it. Like I say, you're not mm -hmm. going to. It's not going to be like, oh, I got to watch the series and know everything. No, no you don't. not at all. Really not at all. You really don't. No. You can just sit in there and enjoy. They tell you everything you need to know as it plays yeah. out. And it runs well as its its own nice little package. Yeah. So I would I would recommend this movie for everyone to check out while it's, if you have HBO Max, it's it's on there for, I think, October, I think. Yeah. yeah is like until early, early November, something like something that. Something like that. It's got yeah, its 30-day window. Um, so I'd recommend checking it out while you still can. And, um, yeah. And I guess that, uh, that about wraps it up for us this time around. Look at that. Uh, that wasn't too shabby of a thing. Nah, nah, we, we did we're both exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah. So, well, folks, that's the end of this one. We'll, uh, we'll try and do better next time. So see you guys. <laughs>